Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend, offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards. So check them out at illuminatusbrand.com and on Instagram at team underscore illuminatus. So we just finished uh, episode seven. Episode seven, which is a, a bit of a dud of an episode. Uh, it was more of the filler. It wasn't an, a lot of revelation. Yeah. So this episode takes, in terms of it the starts, dual timeline they're running. Yeah, it starts with is, uh, the death of his dad. Yeah. So this is when MJ retired. And I guess let's, let's just talk about the death of his dad, which they completely gloss over any of the conspiracy theory shit. Yeah, they make it very brief. They obviously, which I get, why make this documentary a downer? But for those who don't know, MJ's dad, uh, he, he, <laughs> they say he was tired while he was yeah, driving. They say he was tired and he pulled over to take a nap, which means he was hammered and pulled over to take a nap. So, yeah. And then he got his car, which was a red Lexus, by the way, uh, shot the fuck up. Yeah, and stripped. Yeah. And then the killers dumped his body in a swamp, which uh, they don't go over in the documentary, but yeah. they, they dumped his body. They dumped it somewhere where it took them a while to find it. Yeah, the only I, reason they got caught so quickly is I guess they made uh, calls from Jordan Sr.'s cell phone. Yeah, cell phone, and I think they might have taken a credit card. Yeah, so that's what, uh, the only other thing they stole were championship rings. But yeah. they left the fucking red light, I guess, because they shot out the back windows. Yeah. But it was a bit of a weird, it was very much like was, a gangland-style hit. Yeah, it was strange. It didn't quite seem like a straight-up robbery. Yeah, like who just rolls up. Especially if he was like a drunk, if he was drunk and like had pulled over to pass out. Like you could rob that man without even waking him up. Yeah, why would you shoot it yeah. enough times to fucking knock out the windows and Yeah, so there was just there was a lot of force for what was supposedly a botched robbery attempt. So I looked it up and uh the two guys who were arrested at the time one of them talked and that's that's how we got a reduced sentence. So one guy talked, the other guy didn't, uh, but the guy who didn't talk at all is now actually appealing his case saying that he was sort of just brought in to help dump the body. He wasn't there for the actual killing. He was just brought in to... Pulling pulling the old, I just helped dig the grave? Essentially. Yeah, you never just helped dig the grave. I mean, at this point, the fucker's been in prison for, what, 27 years? Look, if I'm going to go through the trouble of digging the grave and being 
guilty just by helping, I'm going to help with the murder. I'm getting my yeah. money's worth. <laughs> if they honestly didn't know who they killed, they must have been real fucking bummed when I was they about saw to say, his ID. One of my notes was like, do you think they got his ID and just went, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a real... We just killed Michael Jordan's dad? That's a really high-profile hit to fucking pull accidentally. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if that's why one of them turned himself in, because he realized he'd committed such a grave offense... Just to the black community in yeah. general. It was it was the, the worst thing you could do to the black community was that's, harm Michael Jordan. That's one of those things where it's like, if you come up and be like, look, man, I did not mean to do it. If I'd have known that was MJ's dad, I would not have done that. <laughs> I would have just tried to rob him. Yeah, but I would, I would not, not have, have used lethal force. Well, that was the other thing they said. It's the guy apparently they didn't mean to shoot him. They just meant to rob him. But yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. that's what they all fucking say. They meant to. Sh they didn't mean to shoot him like six times. Yeah, but the, then from there, MJ gives his retirement speech. Was essentially like, uh, "Hey, my dad just died, so I'm I'm gonna go like well, fuck around for a while." So and then shortly after that, the media immediately starts accusing MJ of being the cause of his father's murder. <laughs> because of his gambling debts. Yeah, they circle back around to the uh, the gambling. And, Which, uh, first of all, fucked up that they immediately start doing that. But more importantly, how big of a gambling debt could Michael Jordan possibly have to rack up that he could not cover it? That they'd kill his father? No, 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 that he oh, couldn't yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. How much could he possibly be, be down that he wouldn't be able to cover? Like, why would you have to even worry about Michael paying his debt? It's Michael fucking Jordan. Yeah, he should uh, He should have had the money to uh, so cover any losses. That's my biggest problem with that part of the conspiracy is of his father's murder is just like how how big of a debt could Michael possibly have gotten to not be able to cover it? Now, the other part of that is there were some people who said Jordan just wouldn't pay his debts. That's possible. My other thought was maybe his dad racked up the gambling debts. Could be. And they murdered him. Because they're... they're there was the golf buddy who said, like, Jordan owed him over a million and yep. just never paid him. Yeah, and in, in, in his biography, one of the main ones that I read, it talked about how not so much that he didn't want to pay, he just would he, never get to it. Like, eventually, like, when they asked enough, he'd, yeah, like, he just fucking pay him, but... He, he was petty keep, in that way when he would say, like, no, double or nothing yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah. He wanted to keep rolling it over, just, like, double double it up on the, the next round. is also kind of because, like, the money didn't mean anything to him. Like, that was those were just numbers. Yeah, it was just One, playing for the money. $1.6 million to Michael Jordan was, like, two games. So af after that, Jordan then goes, this is where Jordan goes to baseball and just sucks a dick. Yeah. Um, he wasn't good. Yeah, wasn't good at There's all. There's not much to say on that. He wasn't good. He got a contract because he was fucking Michael Jordan. He was slightly better than Tim Tebow. Yeah. And got signed for the same reason. Now, if he were to have actually been like, I'm just going to keep playing baseball, I've read enough interviews and articles that say he probably would have eventually made his way to the majors just because... He would have been a psychopath, and he would have just practiced twenty four hours a day until he fucking figured it out. I mean, he was certainly, but he was never going to be more than an average baseball player. I mean, he batted two hundred. Yeah, that's like what fucking Hideo Nomo batted back Which, in the day. Like, to be honest, is still pretty impressive to just walk off a basketball court and go hit two hundred. Even in, in the just, minors, though, still even in the <laughs> minors, like you're still playing against people who are going to make it to the majors. That's true. A lot of times. Even in even in AAA, there's still good players there. 
So a- after the uh, after the the baseball shit, the the best part of this episode is where they all of uh, Jordan's teammates essentially form like a, a rehabilitation group where they just talk about how Jordan fucking bullied them. Yeah, MJ is just uh, MJ is just mean to everybody. They, every teammate calls him an asshole, and, and at one point they ask BJ Armstrong like, "Listen, was Jordan an asshole?" And he takes a good. 45 second pause <sighs> and it's like oh kinda uh well that depends on yeah they yeah, the, I literally just wrote down MJ is the greatest asshole yeah they they all just said like well he was a dick but it did bring the best out yeah, of the, us. the common theme is that he traumatized pretty much everyone at some point yeah he just everybody bullied has, Scott Burrell yeah like, everybody has at least one story where Michael Jordan just traumatized them yeah, he was just, a good portion of this documentary was just him sitting on the sideline shit-talking during practice. And then when they ask MJ about if, if he thought he was nice, he was pretty much offended at the idea of being nice. Niceness was like an <laughs> insult to him. Yeah, like, no, he just wanted to win. He didn't yeah. care about making friends. He the, well, to... well, it's just the whole concept of being nice is, like, foreign to him. Like, it was a real glimpse into what made him both great and a fucked-up person. Is just like nice was disgusting to him. Like that was a pussy trait. Speaking of great person, that is another thing I noticed in this documentary. There's there's been zero times he had cried up to this point. The first time he almost cries is when he starts uh in this episode when he talks about his dad getting murdered. He yeah. almost cries. Almost cries. When he actually breaks down and cries is when he talks about how competitive yeah. he is. Uh, his philosophy of why it's so important for yeah. him to win. So dad getting fucking dome-shotted. Yeah. No cry. Oh, but, that sucked. But his drive to win the championship. Look, I had to be an asshole because I needed to win. <laughs> it you brought don't, him to you, tears. You just, you don't, you don't, you don't. You work so hard, and you don't understand that you just, you'll do whatever you have to to win, and if people don't like it, they don't, they don't, have, then they don't like it. Yeah, the man's fucking crazy. Now, he was probably three to five scotches deep <laughs> by then. He had, a, he had a pretty tall glass of scotch to because, uh, start this episode off with. Because that was a, a little more than tipsy, like, getting emotional drunk, starting yeah, to cry rant. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because that's not something you should be crying about, but he no. was probably hammered, so he just, like, midway through talking about his dedication to winning, he that's, just started breaking down. That's like seven drinks in when you start to reflect on your life and think what you're thinking is deep. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and yeah. Like, I, I just, I did everything <laughs> I could and I tried to be a good person. I live my life how I treat others. Yeah. That was a, that was a fifth scotch uh, <laughs> tear fest. Philosophical. Yeah. His, his philosophical meanderings of a, a drunken Michael Jordan. Yeah. But then the, uh, the second half of the episode is pretty much just uh, poor Scotty getting fucking shitted on. Yeah, so after Jordan leaves, Scottie Pippen's got to take on the leadership role. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of, in the, the playoffs... They're in the playoffs. They're down. on his team. They're down one. There's like three seconds left. Bulls have the ball. Uh, and Phil draws up a play for Tony. Yeah, for uh, Tony Kukoc, take the shot. And, uh, and Pippen, he wants Pippen to inbound it. Yeah, Pippen is fucking heated about that and uh, decides, I'm not going in. I think... It, but he didn't say it, but I think Pippen's 
thought was like, there's no fucking way in hell MJ would not be the one taking this shot. Well, that's if definitely he was on the team. That's definitely what he thought, and he definitely also probably thought. He's going to fucking miss that shot. Tony yeah. ain't going to make this. Yeah, Tony's going to miss it. And he, then Tony was a rookie at the time. This was his no, first year playing yeah, yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. So t- for him to get the uh, the nod on taking that shot in the playoffs yeah. was pretty significant. A so, big deal. So Scotty throws a hissy fit and fucking sits out. Yeah. Yeah, and you see someone immediately. I think it might have been BJ Armstrong, but he immediately comes over and he's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you you need to get in the game. I think it was BJ yeah. Armstrong. And then uh and then the play happens and Tony just buries the shot and oh Scotty must have been <laughs> so fucking mad. No one was rooting harder for Tony to miss that shot than Scotty. Oh my god, when that shot went in, I I bet you he just went fuck. Especially because Scotty got replaced with some fucking nobody. I don't even yeah. know who the guy they who was. They just pulled him off the end of the bench. Yeah, Phil Jackson just picked a dude off the end of the bench and was like, you fucking inbound the yeah. ball. Yeah, he's like, anybody, yeah, I need somebody to throw the ball in. That's yeah. it. But and yeah. then Tony just nails a fucking turnaround, Jay. Oh, I can imagine the second he saw that go in, Scotty just must have just, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to look so foolish now. Yeah. Which he did. He did. Scotty looked very foolish. And then and, they said B.J. Armstrong gave a speech after the game. No, 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 not B.J. Armstrong. It was the big guy. Uh, oh, Cartwright? Cartwright. Bill yeah. Cartwright. Gave a big emotional speech about how Scotty quit on him. Yeah, <laughs> he called the team together to say Scotty let him down. And they describe him shedding a tear, how like Dave Chappelle describes the Native American. Yeah, well, at the, the old, like at the Walmart. The old 80s commercial where the Native American would yeah. see someone later and one tear. One tear comes down. That's how they all describe the speech. Yeah. Which I like to think of him just like pulling out a bottle of Visine and just dropping it in. Just, Scotty, <laughs> you let us down, man. His acting techniques is fucking splashing water on his face in the bathroom beforehand. I do also like the idea of a grown man crying about basketball. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like I respect it and I get it because I played <laughs> it, basketball at a higher at a at a high level and I cared about it a lot. But it is funny to see it actually happening. An outsider perspective to see a guy who's making millions of dollars a year cry because another guy wouldn't throw the ball in. Yeah. It's a pretty absurd scenario. Yeah, because he didn't like how the game happened. He didn't like how a play was drawn. You didn't give me the ball. Yeah. it's. Uh, I wanted to shoot it. It's it's very It's childish. childish yeah. Which is probably why Michael's the goat, because he's childish. Yeah, he, he had that child pettiness to him. But I do feel so happy for Tony that he finally got a Redemption. little bit. Yeah, he finally had his moment, because until then... They really just used him as like a fucking beating. Well, and that uh, was the other bag. the nice release of that moment is Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan fucking hated Tony when he first came in. Yeah. So for Tony to nail that shot in his rookie season. Well, they didn't hate Tony for Tony. They hated him for Jerry, but yeah, yeah. it it impacted Tony. Yeah, by it, through proxy of Jerry Krause, uh Tony Kukoc was Disliked yeah. strongly, strongly. By, uh, by MJ and Pippen. In fact, I'd argue, and I don't won't spoil anything going for you, forward, but I would argue that that shot is probably the reason he became such a pivotal part of the team for the second three beat. Yeah, because that was that's the shot that made them go, "Oh, he'll actually make that if I give him the ball." Oh, this this guy doesn't actually yeah. suck. Oh, he mm-hmm. survived three wars and yeah. made the All Star team in the Euro League. Yeah, he's, he's actually a decent shooter. Yeah. Oh, he killed 18 people in the Civil War and averaged a <laughs> double-double? 
Pretty solid. Um, can we also talk about how weird Scotty looks now compared to young Scotty? Because we both noticed it, and it definitely looks like he's probably doing Botox. We touched on it in an earlier episode where we mentioned how older Scotty Pippen looks weird, but then in this episode we noticed that when you look at young Scotty Pippen, he didn't look that weird. Yeah, he he didn't look Something weird. Something has he had changed. A, he always had a bigger head, but it wasn't so obnoxious and noticeable. I don't know if it's just the hairline has receded to a point where he looks like super fucked up. Well, his face is his face is just very taut. But like yeah, it, it, it feels like the skin is being like stretched over. It looks like there's some sort of weird plastic surgery going on there. Which I guess I don't know his. Ex-wife had big fake old titties, so maybe she talked him into it. But like, Michael looks fine, and he's lived a hor- horribly, uh, I could, a horrible I could lifestyle see... for the last like few years. He's been doing nothing but drinking and smoking cigars for thirty years, and he don't look that bad at all. I could see Scotty getting talked into some like he early two a... thousands Botox when Botox sucked. He is a country boy at heart. Yeah, like I think. He might have got duped into some shitty plastic surgery. Well, if you say it'll make me look better. Yeah. He's he's got the weird uh he's got Joan River cheeks. Yeah, well he, and his he's nose got old lady cheeks. His nose has gotten like both flatter but also more prominent. It's I don't like I don't know if maybe he got his nose broken later in his career and needed a nose job. It does kind of look like he had some sort of like nose narrowing surgery, like some M M&M and M shit. Because I mean the difference in like results of those surgeries from the nineties to like now is like incredible. Like now they could make it look like nothing ever happened to you. In the nineties, uh, you could tell. They were they were still experimenting on people back yeah. in the day. There yeah. there was some rough plastic surgery floating around. But yeah, I feel a little bad for Scotty that there's pretty much three entire episodes that spend at least 15 minutes just talking about his failure. About him being a kind of a bitch. Yeah, about him doing something <laughs> wrong with the, the migraine yeah. game. And then I'm not going in. Like, yeah, there's... They they go a little hard on the old... Like, I mean, they spend two and a half minutes about Michael's dad being murdered and 20 about Scotty uh, not going in for one play. It, it shows you what was important to the team. It shows you who had final cut. <laughs> Speaking of cut, uh, is that... That'll about wrap it up for this episode. That's yeah, all yeah. I had on my list. So. Yeah, we can uh, we can stop there and move on to uh, the next one and then uh, finish everything up. All right, Mamba timeout. Mamba timeout. <laughs> yeah, even one episode later. Yep, but back, back, back for part uh, episode eight. Episode eight, where the Michael Jordan jerking himself off about how competitive he is continues. Yeah, um, the, it, this is where uh, it becomes a bit of a puff piece for a minute. Well, this, it's more, like, I watched these all as they came out and were recording this, like, uh, about 45 minutes before the last two episodes air, and we're going to do those right after they they come out. But in rewatching it, it really is just sort of like these masturbatory fantasies of how fucking competitive he was. Like the the Labradford it's, Smith story they start with. It's mythology. Yeah. So they they uh, Labradford Smith was a, a well, pit coop. It's BJ BJ Armstrong first again when in a, uh, against Charlotte because uh, he he goes off against Mike and then Mike comes back and just destroys the Hornets. 
Yeah, and that was, I don't even know if BJ Armstrong said something or if he was just generally talking shit. I think just generally talking shit. And then LeBradford Smith, who was on the, what, the Bullets? Were they still the Bullets or the Wizards at that time? Bullets, yeah. Only ugly jerseys of the the 90s. Yeah, so LeBradford went off and got 37 against Mike. Mike had a bad game. At the end of the game, LeBradford apparently said, nice game, Mike, and like dapped him up. And Michael Jordan used that to and that motivate turned, himself. Yeah, that turned into a huge insult somehow. And, and then it turns out that story's not even true. He yeah. he just made it up to motivate himself. Which, it, it is interesting that they don't do even a brief psychological evaluation of that, because that is a legitimate psychopathic tendency, is creating uh, false, Slights false to memories motivate, to motors. Yeah, because yeah, it's real in their mind, even if they create it. It's real, and that's what psychopaths do. That's how they justify shit. It, uh, it's kind of funny because it actually, well, it's funny because of who they lose to later in that season, but it uh, reminded me of Shaq had a story similar to where he made up that like when he was a kid, David Robinson didn't give him his autograph, and that's why he had the <laughs> fucking beat up in the playoffs is because David Robinson was a dick to him as a kid. It's, and then it came out that that was not true at all either. That's because David Robinson has no flaws as a human being. He really was perfect. Also, LeBradford, fantastic name. It was that ahead of its time with the... Uh, premium, premium. With uh, the shitty... That trend? <laughs> yeah. Just the la anything? LeBradford Smith. World famous LeBradford Smith. And then this episode also has Jordan uh, leaving baseball, where he then goes back to uh, the Bulls and just sucks dick in the playoffs. Yeah, so he's not bad in, in the last few, in the last part of the regular season when he comes back. Because uh, as he does it's have been the 55 point game against the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. And as it's described, he came back because he thought he could steal a championship, which, I mean, if he beats the Magic, he probably does. Yeah, he. He could have, but this is another one of the cases, them just sort of like skipping over something that would be way more significant in Jordan's legacy. We crucify LeBron for falling apart against the Mavericks in 2011. Like, that's his biggest, the biggest thing against him in terms of Pantheon status. Yeah, I don't think Jordan disappeared quite that much. He didn't fall apart that much, and it wasn't in the finals, but... He did fuck away that series. But he did have the one game where he got the ball stripped from him and then missed a game-winning shot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is it is interesting that that doesn't get counted as, as harshly as it would if it were a more modern star. Yeah. Well, he almost gets rewarded for not making it to the finals. Like, it's almost LeBron's fault that he fucking made it to the finals eight times in a row. Yeah, it's better they lost early on because now it can be blamed on him coming back and trying to uh, re-sort of integrate himself into the game. That Magic team, by the way, has one of the greatest like premature celebrations of all time. Oh, yeah. That was a, a super young team, and like before they even played a game in the final, Shaq had the team like over at his mansion. They were recording an album. They They were doing <laughs> like a... Dropping a mixtape. Well, you know how the Bears did, like, the Super Bowl shuffle yeah, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. yeah, they were trying to do, like, their Super Bowl shuffle, and then they got fucking swept by Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, they got their ass kicked in the finals. Yeah, they, they got that work. 
and uh, never won anything, and then Shaq came to the Lakers. Well, and Penny's legs fell apart. <laughs> and then what? What else was in this episode? Well, uh, then, then, then it goes to the following year where he gets his full comeback. And I thought it was hilarious that there were people who genuinely were curious as to whether or not Michael would still be able to dominate. Like they legitimately thought, like I don't know, he might not be the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was twenty months later or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, like the fact that that was even a question is hilarious. Like, of course Michael's gonna come back and just dominate. He's fucking Michael Jordan. I think it's just sports talk radio. Like they just they, that was the beginning of like the real rise of uh, sports talk and ESPN and shit. They needed the hot takes. They even showed what was it the the New York guy, um, Mike and the Mad Dog. I don't remember which fucking one it was it was one of, it was uh they showed him talking like is jordan going to be the same do you think espn like begged the league to get michael back because they were just starting to get some pub and they needed his uh his star power to get their get their brand elevated because they really started getting in the early 90s and then when mike leaves the ratings tank yeah because so, that was a gap they didn't really have like a so, marketable star. They had a team yeah. of Lajuan, but it wasn't like he was super he didn't marketable. Have any, yeah, he didn't have his own shoe. Yeah. And but yeah, they had they were like on a on the rise and then Mike retires. And then I do wonder if someone was like, Hey, we really need Mike back, man, or uh or we're gonna get fucked. Like we were just about to make it because then they get Mike back and the ratings were so high that I don't think they've ever topped him since. Yeah, so Mike Mike comes back and uh, fucking uses a bunch of roids and films Space Jam and packs on like 20 pounds of muscle in three months or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, they pretty much put him on like the WWE wrestler formula, like the bodybuilder formula for like three months. Yeah, just fucking roid rage. Because he's yoked. Yeah. Yoked. Yeah, he puts on way more muscle than you should be able to in a very short period of time. And then he gets so fucking angry, he punches Steve Kerr in practice. Yeah. Now, I've, I feel like there has to be video of that somewhere. They have so much footage, and most teams film their practices. There has to be footage of that somewhere, which means it must be pretty bad if they didn't even want to show it. Well, they said Steve, like, hit first, but they said he hit him in the chest. So from, I'm guessing Steve shoved him. From what I understand, it was kind of a shove slash punch in the chest. Yeah, what they say started it was just uh, Phil Jackson yeah. calling like ticky tack fouls on Jordan during yeah. the scrimmage, and they were both talking shit to each and other. And then he, oh, and then he fouled the shit out of Kerr, yeah. and then that's that's what Kerr shoved him, and then Jordan punched him. Yeah, yeah, which he is hilarious because there's like at least four players Michael Jordan punched in practice. Steve Kerr has had some rough basketball situations, although he always won. Well, he had the uh, in, in college, like his dad. His dad was some foreign dignitary or something. He got killed. Yeah, his dad was murdered. Yeah, and then like at one of his college games, the the opposing team was chanting about like your dad's murdered. Oh yeah. Oh, college sports yeah. is is the last remaining like really brutal uh, ground for fans. So to have the fans chanting about your murdered father and then uh, get punched by MJ later on, that's a uh, that's but what a story. Yeah, that's that's an impressive uh couple ticks on the old resume boxes. He's also added a few rings too. A fuckload of rings. Yeah. But uh then it goes on to the uh the Sonic series which 
this the the summary yeah. of the Sonic series is uh, George Carl doesn't talk to MJ at a restaurant. He doesn't say hi to him, and now Jordan's gonna and, once again be ultra competitive. And then uh, and then at some point they talk about how Gary Payton starts covering Mike after they go down three zero, and uh, Mike's reaction to Gary Payton claiming he was. Stopping down Mike is pretty. Stopping Mike was pretty funny because it's just Mike's supervillain laugh, and he just giggles. Yeah, during the documentary interview, they show Jordan on an iPad like video of Gary Payton talking about how he thought he was doing a good job of kind of shutting down Mike a little bit, yeah. and how it might have changed the series had he started guarding him during an earlier uh, game. And Jordan just fucking completely laughs it off he had himself quite a hearty chuckle not just a single like <laughs> it was a <laughs> and then like it just kept getting funnier to him like the the new joker the walking phoenix joker yeah. like he had that weird fucking laughing disease <laughs> and then there's also going from laughter this also had the most disturbing moment where after they win the championship jordan just is uncontrollably yeah. Just crying, rolling around on the floor. Kind of looks like he just found out his dad got murdered. Yeah, man. It's like <laughs> it, there was a death in the family. Yeah, he uh, he really was letting it all out after winning that championship. And either he cared way too much about basketball or that was some completely other shit. There, the, there seems like there might be a little guilt in there somewhere. Yeah, that felt deeper than uh, I'm. I'm happy to have my whatever fifth well, championship because it was also about twenty months of stewing on what he did to potentially cause that situation. It reminded me of the the later Kobe picture when Kobe's uh, like crying, holding his head against the trophy because yeah. his parents aren't there. Because that that was after uh, Kobe's parents like tried to steal from him or some shit they like sold off some of his memorabilia or or something he stopped talking to him so that's uh, that's the the famous picture of kobe with his head against the trophy like crying is because his parents weren't there to celebrate it with him i do like how mike is so crazy that i think that championship actually justified his dad's death for him <laughs> it, it probably it was, in his head does somehow make it, sense. It was all worth it because he got the ring. That's the, the only thing that mattered. I'm going to win a championship for each bullet my father's skull took. Like in his mind, in his mind, he was probably like, dad's probably happy. He would have <laughs> gladly died for this. He, he, blood sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Illuminati ritual Hey, to earn the second three-peat. No one's put that out there, but... You know, it Mah- did work. He came back and he three peated. Yeah, it did work. He it, sold uh, the soul of a relative to the devil. And hey, if it only takes one, it was a deal with the devil by proxy. It did remind me of like when uh, when they have Scotty do the the like bat signal with the shoe at one point to get Michael to come back. I was wondering like if you could do a black Batman based around him being like Michael Jordan in the daytime. Have we already talked about how there was a terrible Michael Jordan video game in the 90s? Because there was a video game where he was like a superhero. And no, it we was haven't. really fucking bad. It was probably like 90, 
four kind of seems like so. every nba player that got a video game that wasn't about them playing basketball ended up having a shitty game oh my god it was awful he was he was like running through it was like your typical fucking 1994 video game but instead of like throwing weapons he threw basketballs and could like jump really high <laughs> it, it was like Sonic the Hedgehog, except it was Michael Jordan instead of rings. It was basketball. It's like it was just a garbage fucking. Didn't even game. have a good fucking storyline. Just it was clear it was another game, and they just replaced the main character with Michael Jordan. Yeah, and whatever it, weapon with basketballs. Yeah, you know how much it must have cost to get Michael to give you the okay to license his name in that game? A fuckload. Apparently, so much that they couldn't make a decent game. I bet that may, I bet that company went under because of that. They probably <laughs> they probably spent their whole fucking budget on that. Yeah, they spent all the budget on licensing and none on uh, making a playable game. Now the question is: Was Michael's game worse than Shaq's? I don't think I've seen gameplay footage of Shaq's, and I've never played Shaq's because it's definitely, from what I've read, pretty fucking bad. I think it was of a similar vein though, where it was just. Like a a reskinned game almost, where it was probably just supposed to be another game. And they just put someone else. They just put Shaq in it, because Shaq's game wasn't a basketball game either. I don't think. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I asked. Yeah. The, I, well, the, all the basketball games from the '90s were dope. NBA Jam is still my shit. And Jordan wasn't in that because he had uh, the rights to his own. Yeah, because they didn't have the money to pay him. That was uh, that was the game that made me like fucking Nick Van Axel. I would play as the Lakers, and it was Nick Van Exel, and I don't Fuck remember yeah. who the other one was. Fucking, you got the Memphis Grizzlies? Back when Nick Van Exel was the, the greatest three-point shooter ever. Fuck yeah, man. Number nine, bro. Ironically enough, in, they, they, the Bulls did beat uh, the Sonics, but the Sonics had a much more fun duo to play with in... Uh, Oh, NBA Jam. Sean Kemp was like the greatest player you could pick in NBA Jam. Yeah, the Sean Kemp, Gary Payton Sean Kemp was not getting denied ever. All right, we should wrap this up because the next episode's going to come on. So we will be... uh, Real quick, you think they talk about the Wizards? I think they I think they skip over it. I think they skip over it. I think they skip it. I I don't think they're I think they briefly mention it and then talk about his ownership and then end. Because much like his career... It's a bit of a downer. Like, yeah. if you include those years, it just kind of fucks up his stats yeah. and makes it look way worse. Yeah, yeah. Ruins their tail. All right, so Mamba out. Mamba time out. It's